0: Hello and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Cronk. Hey, doctors. What I want to talk about today is a question that comes up from attorneys and it comes up from doctors. And the question is this, uh, they'll get a response from an attorney that a CRMA, which is a computerized radiographic mensuration analysis, for those of you that don't understand what it is, I'll explain it in just a second, but they'll, it's a test for the support ligament damage that can be done to the spine. And so it's pretty much the only way you can determine how much damage there is to the support ligaments to the spine. And doctors that use it sometimes will get this comment from attorneys, hey, this doesn't really make any difference pre-lit to us. And they don't know what to do with it. So I want to address that today because it's very, very simple to understand once you start looking at it. So let's start from the beginning a little bit. First of all, an MRI study does not do anything pre-lit. The MRI study itself doesn't do anything. A CT scan does not do anything pre-lit. The scan itself does not do anything for pre-lit. If a person comes back with a negative CAT scan, it doesn't do anything pre-lit. It doesn't doesn't enhance any claim value because there's nothing on it. If it comes back with a fracture, It's the diagnosis itself, not the CT scan and not the CT report. It's what's in the report that allows for a diagnosable condition to be diagnosed. So if a CT picks up a fracture, that CT definitely expands the value of a claim or the value of a settlement or the value of the injury to anybody's eyes. Remember, you as a doctor, you're not. your job is to reduce claim value over time. Your, your job is to take doctors or to take patients that have seriously bad problems and make them better. And when you do that, you inherently reduce claim value. That's what a, a patient wants. A patient doesn't want you to go, oh, wait, I uh, you got a bad injury and I'd love to have this injury for the rest of my life. I'd like to suffer with this forever because I'm more interested in some claim value. Okay, so... What we're talking about when we're talking about attorneys, attorneys get this idea of claim value, which is fine. That's their job is to help the pa- patient get access to any benefits they may be entitled to. So it in the CAT scan, a positive CAT scan for fracture increases both the pre-lit and lit litigation, pre-litigation and litigation. An MRI is worthless. Right, It doesn't do anything for you at all. The MRI, just because a patient had an MRI, big deal. It's the findings, what's in the MRI that leads to a diagnosis. So if an MRI has a disc herniation, there's more value because there's more injury. If they have no disc herniation, there's less value because there's less injury being depicted. It's no different for a CRMA. Now, what is a CRMA? CRMA is a trademark term of spinal kinetics. The reason why we trademarked the term, and I happen to be the CEO of spinal kinetics, is because we wanted to separate ourselves out from other means of doing a study. We wanted to have the highest level using the most advanced technology to do this. We wanted it to be an independent. We wanted to be a third party. We wanted to be a medical study done by medical providers but done by medical radiologists. We wanted to separate ourselves out. We wanted to increase the professionalism of excessive motion testing. The reason why we wanted to do that is because we want to help to evolve it as a standard test in the whole U.S. spinal injury market. And we don't want to be bogged down by some of these other procedures or some of these other softwares that are inherent with problems. So, we want to separate ourselves. So when we talk about a CRMA, it's an excessive motion test. Excessive motion is how you tell how badly damaged the support ligaments to the spine are. Remember, the spine is just two parts, just bone and connective tissue. The connective tissue are 220 in nature and a lot of micro ligaments and the... Of the macro ligaments or the 200 macro ligaments, 23 are discs. The rest are support ligaments. The support ligaments are designed to keep the disc in place and also the other parts in place. So it's not disruptive or interfering with the common function of the nerve or the cord itself. And when you have those, when you have dysfunction of the nerve, all kinds of symptoms come up, right? When you have a disc herniation, there's basically two. When you have the support ligaments, there's a myriad of symptoms that comes up. So when somebody says a CRMA or an excessive motion test is not valuable pre-lit, they're basically saying the x-ray study itself is not valuable pre-lit. The MRI study itself is not valuable pre-lit. And they're right. An x-ray study unto itself is not valuable. It's what you find on the x-ray. If you find a fracture on the x-ray, that's a more severe injury than if you find a loss of cervical curve. Both can be indicators of injury. If you have a fracture on, uh, let's say I have a uh, 70% compression fracture at C5 and C6, okay, that's gonna trump the fact that there's ligament damage that causes excessive motion that's greater than 3.5 millimeters of translation, right? That fracture is probably a more senior injury. So it's what you get. It's what leads to the diagnosis. An excessive motion study determines that you have a sprain. It also helps you to clarify how badly sprained the spine is. It helps you to determine if you have ligament laxity and how much. It helps you to determine and be able to diagnose spinal instability, very serious condition, right? So it's the diagnosis that results from the testing that results in value pre-lit and lit. So when I hear these things, I think, wow, gosh, that's so darn simple. But a lot of doctors struggle with it, right? So if you ha- if you look, an MRI, so if you have a spinal injury, right, there's only two parts to a spine. There's just bone and connective tissue. Think about this. If you had two parts to your arm, an arm only contains skin and bone. That's it. They dangle from the side. They're very nice aesthetically. They have some function. I guess you can lift them up to get things because, you know, you you... you but you don't have any muscles, so they're just, they're just skin and bone. So if an arm, lower extremity was just skin and bone, and you said, hey, I got an arm injury, you're assessing either the skin or the bone or both. It's that simple. If you have a spinal injury, it's two, two tissues, bone and connective tissue. So if you didn't break it, which is a bone injury, then you only have connective tissue injury. It, on connective tissue injury, connective tissue injury are the most problematic injuries. Those are the ones that cost the most. The American, uh, uh, the American um, Pain Association says that if I have chronic lower back pain, I'm going to spend nine dollars to $19,000 medically managing it annually. Uh, the Pain Journal says if I have chronic pain from a spinal injury, I'm going to spend around seventy-seven dollars to $7,800 a year in additional medical expenses managing it annually. If I get headaches from this thing, the American Headache Foundation says I'm going to spend about $8,900 more per year annually. These are very expensive injuries. So the testing that you're using is, is determining a diagnosis and it's allowing it to determine the severity of the condition. If we look at a disc herniation, a disc herniation, there can be a disc herniation that's not doing anything to the surrounding tissues. That's a lot different than a disc injury that's severely displacing the nerve. That's a lot different than a disc injury that's impinging on the spinal cord itself. Both, all of them are disc injuries. All of them are disc herniations. And in the disc herniation, the code is disc herniation. Now, if somebody wants to explain how bad is that disc herniation? Yes, it goes beyond a little bit of coding. You have to explain it in the notes. You have to explain it in your position paper. Your position paper can be your your final your final report or a narrative report, right? You're the it's the condition itself. So if I look at that MRI, it's going to tell me, oh, it displaced the nerve. Now there's not a, there's not a code for that. But there is a code that says, wow, this substantiates radiculopathy. This substantiates the radiculitis that I'm saying is there. It shows why so I can build even more onto my diagnosis with the test and with the results. It's no different on the CRMA. I can determine this grade and the location of the sprain. I can determine and rule in or rule out if I have a surgical level of excessive motion. I can rule in or out. The impairment that I might have, I can rule her in or out if I need to have activities uh, modified, such as contact sport type activities, I can determine on a higher level of basis if I have a disc herniation just from this simple test, and I'm sending out for the DISC study if I need it based on a positive test. So I already have a positive ligament injury test, so if an MRI comes back negative, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm using a positive test to make the referral, right? This is, this is basics. This is 101 ligament testing, what I'm talking about today. It's really, really basic stuff. So it doesn't matter what testing you're using. The testing itself has no value. (laughs) The testing results are what drive the value. Right? The testing results itself are what drive the value. So if somebody's, like I said, on CRMA... It's always so fascinating to me because it's the most it shows the most damage. It shows the most significant spinal injuries that there are, which are the support ligament. There's 197 of those support ligaments or more. Right? Their job is to hold the spine and the discs in position. So when they're damaged, they have a high much higher problematic. They're more problematic. They accelerate degenerative change in the future. They accelerate it, they have far more symptoms associated with it, and they're far more problematic. The problem in the market is the majority of doctors in the market do not know how to work these injuries up, and that's why we have super high chronicity rates. That's everything that we do in the Smart Injury Doctors Program, in Spinal Kinetics. Everything that we do is to reduce those statistics down by providing a tool or tools that make doctors better at what they do so they can get a lot better patient results. But when you're in this injury market, you have to interface with attorneys, and the attorneys are the least, they're the least, they're very smart people. They're exceptionally well-educated. They're super smart. Super high IQs, go there. Almost no injury IQ, right? I've done enough, you've done enough. They don't know, they don't know what testing does, so they, they'll they come up with these originations. Well, a CRMA test doesn't have a lot of value pre-lit. It's like, wow, well, what value does the MRI have pre-lit? The attorney's gonna say, well, it shows a disc herniation. Good, it's the findings. They'll actually answer the questions themselves. It's not the MRI, it's the findings from the MRI that matter in pre-lit and lit. And it's the same when you're using an excessive motion test. Remember, you only have two tests for ligament injury. You have excessive motion testing, which should be done at the highest level and with the highest quality services that you can find. And you have disc herniation. Disc should be done with the highest level of MRI centers that you can find. Locate the best service. Don't shortchange your patients. Don't shortchange the process. Doctors, we have a program called the Smart Injury Doctors Program. Anybody can call us at 800-940-6513 and find out more about it. We also have a program. It's very easy if you want to find out more information. We have a personal injury Performance call. Let's see how your clinic's performing. We have 21 areas that we help you to look at where you could be for performing to attract more injury patients to your clinic. Most clinics that take us up on this call are seriously uh, realizing, wow, there's a lot of things, easy things that we could be doing to gain a lot more business in that market. So you call us 800-940-6513. Check us out on our website at www.smartinjurydoctors.com. Doctors, like usual, what I try to do with these podcasts is just share something that uh, may be of value to you, short, sweet, and to the point. I look forward to delivering you the next podcast. Thank you very much for your time and attention. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.